Hey, welcome back. This is Pop Cannon, episode 21. I'm Jordan. I am Robert. I am Andrew. And I am Brian. So here we are, and this is officially our longer series as we have passed our previous incarnation of Pop Culture Shock Headcanon. Whoa. That only had 20 episodes, and here we are legally drinking. <laughs> well, one of us is. <laughs> Interesting choice of words, Rob. <laughs> I mean, in dog years, we're we're like seventy eight. Yeah, <laughs> we might as well cancel the podcast. Yeah, we're dead. <laughs> we're, we're gonna retire. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so today we are going to talk and give our thoughts on a bunch of exciting things that transpired over last weekend at San Diego Comic Con. So, uh, so I think the first thing we should discuss was basically the first big news out of Comic-Con that Thursday. Uh, it's about an 80s property uh, that, you know, got a huge amount of attention back then, and now it's coming back. Cats! <laughs> <laughs> that trailer dropped at the beginning of Comic-Con and ruined all of our lives. <laughs> With, like, the early PlayStation 2 graphics of the I still trailer. haven't seen it. Oh, God. I still haven't I slept. I refuse to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't eaten, so uh, so it's affected all of us in different ways. Jordan, you you do need to see it. Uh, it's it's I mean, unsettling to a very large degree. It's they they decided to make them the shape of cats, but keep their humanoid faces and feet, and, human feet, and human feet, and Ugh. they. Live in a world where, like, they're the size of cats? Well, I think that's loyal to the, the, the Broadway show, but there's right. also a reason why it's a Broadway show. Sure, because it doesn't yeah. translate to film at, at all. all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, terrifying. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> I just had to bring that up because it is absolutely nightmare fuel. It was definitely like watching a nightmare. <laughs> Memory... Um. <laughs> like if you if you had to describe that trailer to someone, it sounds like you did the worst acid on earth and then went to sleep. Just the ramblings of an insane person. <laughs> and then the cats had human faces. You took a shot of Nyquil before bed. They were dancing on the fences, and you were there, Judy Dench. It congealed into a horrific nightmare fantasy. <laughs> but the uh, the first real big announcement um, came from I believe it was it was a was it Paramount Studios there um, yeah. yeah so Paramount had their panel and uh, Tom Cruise came out and introduced the first trailer for Top Gun Peach Dragon <laughs> oh, <sorry>. <laughs> no <laughs> he wasn't in, in this he's, sorry, he's introducing a... uh, Tropic uh, no not Tropic. well he wasn't <laughs> that's a deep that. cut the Peach Dragon joke is yes. a deep cut I'm sorry no it's Cocktail Two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're finally Risky getting that business too, even riskier. Days of Thunder, more thunder. Uh... <laughs> no, Days of Thunder too, lightning. <laughs> uh, so Top Gun Maverick. Uh, so that that teaser trailer dropped, and uh, very very cool. So it's an outright sequel to Top Gun, which is a huge movie in the eighties. Uh, <clears throat> I, I love that movie. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I have never seen Top Gun. I have never seen Top Gun either. I haven't seen it either. 
It's um so it's considered I don't know if it's necessarily considered a classic, but it's definitely considered like epitome eighties movie. Um, yeah, and it was nice. very influential uh, on not just like films about like dogfighting and so forth going forward, or you know military. Uh, it was just influential on pop culture, like it w- it went way into the t- in the pop culture. It affects things now, even like uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, Archer, um, uh, th- uh, Thirty Rock, Parks and Rec. Like, it, it it shows up everywhere. Uh, yeah, uh, the nicknames Maverick and Iceman. Oh well, yeah, the vol- are... <laughs> the volleyball scene. Uh... Yeah, that is a Cards Against Humanity card, <laughs> uh, a homoerotic volleyball <laughs> montage. And I definitely saw some volleyball in that Maverick trailer. So yeah, yeah, they finally got that rematch. So, <laughs> so the interesting thing is, as much as the trailer, like it definitely was soaked in nostalgia. Um, I don't think that the movie is basically a rehash which is what the teaser kind of makes it seem like it, it, there's a lot of imagery from the first film in the teaser. Um, but they're saying, I, I, they're saying that while it's also like a competition film, which was part of what the, the first movie was about, cause top gun is, is a, a school where Navy pilots go to become the top gun, become the, the best pilot in the Navy. Uh, and so this film will be a competition. I think it's going to be in a different way. I think it's for test piloting, like a new jet or something like that. Um, they didn't show Miles Teller at all. He's going to be like the secondary character or the second main character to Tom Cruise's Maverick. So, um, I'm, I'm psyched. It, the, the trailer looked awesome. Uh, I think I saw John Hamm. Yep. He, yeah. He's in it. Okay. That's cool. I like John Hamm. Ed Harris, Jennifer Connelly. Um, mm-hmm. how many of them were, I mean, obviously John Hamm wasn't, but how no. many of them were in the original? Was Ed Harris in the original? No, Ed Harris was not. Um, okay. I don't think I don't know if he's replacing Tom Skerritt's character because Tom Skerritt was basically the main commanding officer for for Maverick um, in the first one, but it doesn't look like almost anyone's coming back. But that doesn't necessarily mean there won't be cameos. I don't right, know. right. Um, I did like the GoPro shot in the cockpit. Yeah, yeah. that looked that cool. awesome. Yeah, when he's coming off the uh, the aircraft carrier. Yeah, and then yeah, they went back awesome. to it as he's in the air, and he kind of like does a maneuver and ducks down behind like a, a mountain range yep. kind of deal. Yep. That was sweet. Am I, am I the only one that wouldn't be surprised if it's actually Tom Cruise piloting the ship? So the, the, the plane, like he learned how to do it. He would not have been allowed to, I can guarantee yeah. you. I know. That. I'm just saying like, so he, he did it. What they, he, the he did, he <laughs> did go to, uh, I think in the eighties to do the original, he did go to a school like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, learned how they maneuvered their hands and whatnot absolutely mimic them yeah that's cool now the f-18 i'm sure he was in the front seat or maybe he was he was in one of the seats and so the pilot was in the other seat then so they got they got the gopro on him in the cockpit but there was a pilot either in front of him or in back of him and they just hit it carefully um yeah because the super hornet uh the super hornet has a um has a two-seater so in my day job I work for like an aviation oil company. So uh, I've worked alongside a former Thunderbird. Cool. So he like. Oh, that's cool. They like love talking about Top Gun and shit. So I'm very curious to see like what he thinks of the trailer and what he thinks of the film in general. Um, yeah. They always like bust my balls because I've never seen the movie. But like I'm not really into like planes and stuff like that but the trailer looked interesting like it looked really cool um 
it's interesting to note that once I saw the trailer, I looked into it. I didn't realize the director for this. Um, uh, God, is it Joseph Kaczynski or John Kaczynski? I can't remember. But basically, he directed um, Tron Legacy and Oblivion, which is another Tom Cruise movie. Okay. And I have the utmost confidence in this director because I love both of those movies. Um, and they're both hard sci-fi films. Uh, so this is not going to be sci-fi, I think, unless the <laughs> unless the, the plane they introduced for the test piloting is a very sci-fi uh, plane. I don't know, but... That'd be weird. It would. Choice. It would be a weird choice. But there, there's a point in the te- in the teaser trailer where they put a uh, a helmet on Maverick and it lights up in a weird way. Like it's possible. I don't know. Hmm. Like it, like it, it's possible that it could be like a a, a prototype uh, plane that can go like out into space and then come back. That's actually not that far fetched. They're they're working on that now. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Captain Marvel two Maverick. <laughs> so I guess going from going from a property that's forty years old, we could go to some to a universe that is about thirty years old. Cats. Oh, sorry. No, no. <laughs> it just starts over. <laughs> it's the twelve minutes loop all over. Again. <laughs> um. Yeah, Kevin Smith is uh, bringing back Jay and Silent Bob in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. I love that it's just called reboot. Completely, Dude. completely self-aware, <laughs> like tongue firmly in cheek. It's great, as is yeah. tradition for him. Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He uh, he decided to after the the Mallrats sequel. I think then that turned into like a series yeah. that didn't pan out. He attempted to get Clerks three off the ground, and that kind of didn't happen either because Miramax. Um, Miramax owns the characters right. for Clerks. So so he kind of took an amalgam of what he already had and was like, what do I own myself? And it was uh, the characters of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, so with the current reboot culture, it seems, mm-hmm. uh, he kind of snuck one past the goalie on this. <laughs> And then, uh, after having his heart attack last year, uh, was able to get everyone and their sister out of the woodwork to do cameos for him. And, uh, that's what we've got here, which I'm, dude, I've never been more excited for a movie, honestly. This is awesome. (laughs) I can't wait to see just what he does, even if it's terrible. Um, because I did not enjoy, uh, his most recent release, Yoga Hosers. I thought it was awful. Oh shit, I haven't even seen that. It was terrible. I, uh, I thought it was okay. I fell asleep midway through, and I did not ever go back to it. I thought Yoga Hosers uh, was okay. Just okay. I've heard people say wonderful things about Tusk, and I have not seen Tusk yet. Dude, right? I loved Tusk. Because it's, uh, it's wildly fucked up, right? It's on, yeah. yeah, it's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah. I will absolutely watch it. So you, you, you have to. I, I highly recommend Tusk. Because it's weird in the best way. <laughs> uh, so if you noticed in the trailer, like at the beginning, the VHS rental store that was next to the Quick Stop is now a uh, medical marijuana dispensary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, which is a great way to update that because obviously the VHS store would be closed. Now. Right. Um, Kev Smith's daughter plays a prominent role in the film. Because yeah. that's their first time on screen yeah. together. Fucking Ben Affleck. He fucking snuck Ben Affleck into it, and Matt Damon. Yeah, looks like Matt well, Damon playing it's Loki. It's been this. It's a long. Yeah. It's a long story, but he and Ben Affleck haven't talked in over ten years. Oh shit! Really? 
Yes. It's not friends anymore? Uh, I believe Jennifer Garner was not a fan of Kevin Smith. Ooh. Is how that broke down. Huh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I guess they wound up... Uh, he put it into an Instagram post. It was very interesting uh, how they kind of got back together. And they were like, yeah, Ben would talk to you. And he was like, all right, I'll reach out to him. And he did. Um, it's probably because of his heart attack. Yeah, probably. Also, bros before hoes. <laughs> <laughs> all you got to do is almost die and you can... <laughs> you can talk to anybody if you almost die. Uh, this was Kevin Smith's version of Make-A-Wish. Jesus. <laughs> uh, so the, the onus of the film is that they, Hollywood is rebooting Bluntman uh, and Chronic. Yeah. And it's uh, Bluntman v. Chronic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's it's Melissa Benoit as uh, Chronic and Val Kilmer as... As Bluntman. Bluntman. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got an actual Batman to be Bluntman <laughs> and Supergirl to be Chronic. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have I didn't I didn't notice is Mark Hamill in this one too? They didn't put him in the trailer but I would imagine they got he's him. He's got it. I feel like everyone he knows is going to be yeah. in this movie. Even if he's not yeah. as Cockknocker. Cuz I would think that I if know, they're doing if they're doing a reboot they would have someone else be Cockknocker and right. Mark Hamill still's got to be in it. Yeah, he would just yeah. have like a cameo. Yeah, um, he would be doing a cameo in the reboot. <laughs> within the a cameo within the reboot. I know. I know. He also got uh, Chris Helmsworth in it. Yeah, uh, you see him briefly in the trailer. Uh, I know, but I think he got Chris Jericho in there too. Jesus. Yes, Chris really? Jericho is also in it. Uh, uh, I think my favorite uh, cameo in the trailer is are Red Man and Method Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's that the, I just, I love the way Kevin Smith is able to write dialogue. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Obviously, he doesn't work on uh, fancy camera shots and his stories are normally very simple. And he, he'll admit that first thing more than anybody. Um, no, he writes but comedy. I love, right. I, I yeah. just love his dialogue and like the, just the shit he makes people say. I don't think, um, like you said something earlier, really, even if it's terrible, I don't think it's going to be terrible. Um, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was hilarious. I don't think it's the best film ever made. Uh, no, but no. I don't think this would be any worse than that. And I don't no. even, well, necessarily even think that it was bad. Yeah, he decided to set this one apart in that it's two guys that learn a movie's being made and they have to go across the country to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the exact plot. <laughs> yeah, that is the exact plot of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. It's a reboot. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think yeah. I think my favorite cameo that I saw in the film was Jason Biggs yeah. and James Vanderbeek as oh, yeah. themselves right. at like a Comic Con type thing at Chronic Con, mm -hmm. and they're like, "What is this? A Kevin Smith directed film? <laughs> Who did they get direct this? Kevin fucking Smith? <laughs> yeah. Did now I think I saw was Rosario Dawson in it? Yes. Yeah. Do yes. you think she'll be reprising her role? Yes. Because because yeah. Brian O'Halloran um, uh, and I can't remember who plays Randall, but they're they're, they're <laughs> Randall. Yeah, Randall. Um, yeah. They're in it as well. <laughs> nice. Awesome. As yeah. Dante so I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. As Dante and Randall. Um. So I'm sure they're going to be at the Quick Stop because that was at the end of Clerks Two. They were buying the Quick Stop. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Fucking Chronic Con. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm so excited for this movie. Like you said, Rob, like it's gonna be so much fun. Yeah. If nothing else, it'll at least be hilarious. Right. Right. And enjoyable. I, I mean, I can't say I'm excited for it, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's it's gonna be fun, like you said. 
Uh, next, The Witcher. Yeah. Next <laughs> up, we got uh, Netflix, The Witcher, starring uh, Superman himself, Henry Cavill. Yeah, this looks insane in a good way. Yeah. <clears throat> now it's it's I've I've heard it's based more off of the books than right. the video games, and um. Yeah, I had no idea. Kinda... <clears throat> I had no idea there were books. I just always have heard of The Witcher one, two, and three uh, video games, but yeah. evidently the books have been around for a while, uh, and yeah. they're really beloved within the fantasy community. And Henry Cavill looks fucking awesome as Geralt. There was a uh, there was a picture that had been released. Um, I don't know if it was like maybe six months ago, last last year at some point maybe. Um, where it didn't, he did not look good in it. It looked like he was outright wearing <laughs> wearing the dumbest white wig ever. But now yeah. with this trailer, seeing it in action, he actually it looks he looks good. He looks badass. Yeah, I felt like some of the CG in the trailer was lacking. Little, yeah. Um, specifically the sequence where it's like that uh, that rush of guys coming down the hill. Yeah, I did not think that that looked good at all. Um, but I mean, but that, otherwise, that could be that could be from. Uh, an early cut too. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I just that's one of the things that they decided to put in the trailer, and I was yeah, like, Ooh. that's fair. Um, I mean, otherwise, it there's definitely like a lot of mythology that they're gonna have to build out. So this first season's gonna be good, but it's probably gonna have to. You're probably gonna have to wait for the second season for it to like get meaty. Yeah. This is just all the world building and introduction yeah. of characters. Yeah. I kind of felt like it was it was subdued in the trailer. Like there wasn't a lot of like action to bring you in. You're more like focused on that girl yelling about stuff and then his eyes turn black and somebody else's eyes are black. Like I don't know what's happening. I have no frame of reference for what even the story frame like the storyline is. Uh, but I'm interested in it, and I'll definitely give it a shot because it's Henry Cavill. I think yeah. it was a good teaser because yeah. I think all it yeah. did was peak interests. And then the next trailer is going to go and set about like some of the set pieces you can look forward to. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it was just basically setting a tone in that this dude hunts monsters. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you like the medieval idea of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Because that's really what they were going for, Absolutely, that, I felt like. Absolutely. You know, they were like, "Look, war. Look, medieval. Look, uh, yeah, magic." Trying to make it's literally Game of Thrones. It's literally Game of Thrones meets Van Helsing. Ish, ish. Okay, I'll take that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a mix yeah. of things that I'm like, all right, I, I cool. I, I, I'm not I, saying that's a bad thing. I didn't like yeah. Van. Helsing. No, no, definitely. I, I hated Van Helsing. That's just what came to mind when I watched <laughs> the trailer. No, yeah, but I, I, I really wanna... enjoy Henry Cavill. He looks great in this Netflix series, and it's Netflix, so you know it's going to be good. Yeah. So I'm in. And there's going to be a lot it. of cool monsters and things like that and fight scenes. Like that big old uh, uh, tarantula thing that came up out of the water at the end. Goo. And made his eyes turn black or something. I was going to say, we should all probably either read the books or play the games at least. <laughs> <before> we... <laughs> I don't think any of us have done any of those. Nope. Um, I, I, I did read an article that evidently... Much like Game of Thrones, a hallmark of the the book series and in the the games as as well that it's it's an adult you know like adult content. So there is going to be like sex scenes, nudity, and so forth. So there's also that. It looked like there was an orgy behind him at one point, but it was kind of it was like out of focus. But there were definitely a lot of like bodies squirming behind him. I think that was a battle scene that you just missed. Saw no, um, a <laughs> pile of squirming bodies is also a Cards Against Humanity card. <laughs> 
this this broadcast brought to you this podcast brought to you by Cards Against Humanity. Please please sponsor us. Enter the code PopCannon at checkout for zero percent discount. <laughs> Enter the code out. and it'll say that code is not valid. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. So, looking at something that took place in the medieval times, let's look at something that takes place beyond that. What? Whoa, it's cats. We're talking about cats. <laughs> Please, Andrew, cats is timeless. <laughs> oh, damn it. I missed the next 12 minute mark by like two minutes. Sorry, guys. It would be great to say cats is timeless, and then at the very beginning of the movie, it's like, it's 1987. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like what Tim Burton did with Alice in Wonderland to ruin it. Anyway. Oh, nice. Batman so the, Beyond! <laughs> the Batman Beyond Blu ray set has been announced. Fuck yeah. It's uh, it was at the 20th anniversary panel that they hosted. I don't know. I'm like, I'm very hesitant about this. Hesitant. I'm hesitant. Interesting. Is it because of the price? The price range. It is. How much? Well, is now it? it's 89 uh, and change. So it went down to 10 bucks. Oh. To pre-order. Well. <laughs> FYI. I'm throwing a pre-order down on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. That was easy. I didn't even talk about what it featured yet. Uh, Let's talk get, about it. You get an exclusive Funko Pop, and I believe it is the regular Batman Beyond Pop, uh, but he's metallic now. And that Neat. that pop looks it, awesome. It does the, look awesome. The body looks a little different, actually. Okay. Than the I'll original. take a slight difference. That's fine. I just it looks the everything kind of looked the same. It just looked like they had repainted it. Uh, but if it's slightly different in any way, sure. I'm already in. I've already pre-ordered it since it was announced. Yeah, that's just an added so, bonus. Right, exactly. I will say um, the, the, the Batman uh, animated series pop that was included in that did not look good to me. In the uh, in the animated series Blu-ray pass? Yes. Yeah, they were like those those little the, ones. Yeah. yeah, those were the minis. That, that, they yeah. did not look uh, good. I have no love for those. It's st- They're still in that box of mine. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have them on them my out. work desk. That's a good idea. I could probably do that. Um, so the all three seasons of Batman Beyond have been restored to HD quality. Um, and if it's anything like, which I would I would imagine so, uh, if it's anything like the Batman animated series port that they did to HD, it looks fantastic. Yeah, um, it does. Uh... It also includes the Return of the Joker movie. Nice. Oh, cool. Uh, and 15 featurettes. And uh, I think it said four commentary commentary tracks by various people, including Paul Dini and Bruce Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, and I don't know if this was speculation from somebody writing several articles, and they all just kind of quoted one another, or if this was said at the panel. But season four of Batman Beyond is possible. If the Blu-ray sales are good. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, Bruce Tim actually said that because I watched the panel. He said that word panel. for word. Fantastic. I watched the panel. Um, That'd so, be awesome. So I encourage everyone who's ever enjoyed an animated Batman anything to pre-order that motherfucker because there's only 50,000 of them that they're making. Wow. That really? I pre-ordered, by the way. <laughs> yes. It's done. It's done. Yeah, the... the <laughs> The Blu-ray is limited to 50,000, and they will all be individually numbered. And I believe they did that for the animated series they did. as well. Yeah. They did. Um, yeah, I'm a huge Batman Beyond fan. Hell yes. Uh, I have it. I have the whole thing on DVD. 
So do I. I got it like two years ago. And I also have Return of the Joker on Blu-ray. So that was part of my reason why I was like, oh, $100 is kind of steep. I was like, because even if you take 10 bucks away for the pop, you know, it's still like yeah. 90 bucks. But I don't know. I think it's going to be worth it, especially with the digital remaster. Because, like you said, with the Batman animated series remaster, it's beautiful. It is. Dude. Um, it's it looks so like good. a completely so different nice. show. They lightened it up a little bit. Yeah. All the colors are deeper. All the lines are sharp. It's it's so nice. I saw a side by side comparison of the Batman Beyond remaster, mm-hmm. and you could you could clearly tell it looks like they just completely reanimated it. It looks that good. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. The end of October is so close yet so far away. Now, Andrew. So pre order now! Andrew, Brian, did you guys like watch Batman Beyond at the time? Oh, I loved Batman Beyond. Yeah, I remember watching it and I was, you know, a little iffy at first, but then because I was such a fan of just Batman and the animated series. But it's just cool seeing how that far into the future of that same universe and how it's going on and. Fucking Batman Beyond is really cool. <laughs> yeah, I um, I, I, I didn't watch it religiously. Um, I definitely would catch episodes when I can. Um, so I have not seen all of them. Oh, um, really? Um, yeah. Um, so that was so at that point I was eighteen, nineteen, um, and kind of getting into that like, you know, get going into college and be like, eh, I don't want to watch cartoons anymore because they're for kids, you know. Um, and then, of course, then coming back and being like, oh, no, this actually makes me happy to watch. So you, know, you, don't, you, don't, you don't discover that until you're like in your 30s yeah. um, or, or late 20s. Of course, some of us um, just never stopped watching cartoons. Yeah. Well, there's, there's that, too. Fair enough. Um, Fucking weird. But yeah. But, uh, I mean, you know, I loved the animated series. Uh, I watched that religiously until it lost me when they changed up like a little bit of the designs and, you know, the red stuff like that. Era. Yeah. So, um and so from there, like I, I heard about, you know, Batman beyond and I was like, huh, that's interesting. And so, yeah, I watched a few episodes definitely. Um, and I did watch uh return of it's return of the Joker. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That was awesome. Um, so I don't know that I'll buy this, um, but I'm definitely not adverse to like, if I become flush with cash in the future, like getting it. Um, yeah, I just, I, I like, I like the idea of, cause I have, the animated series on DVD and then I got the Blu-ray last year and now I have Batman Beyond on DVD and I have the Blu-ray from and I'll have the Blu-ray when it comes out in October um, so what I've been doing and this is just an aside uh, is that I've been collecting all of the stuff that I watched when I was a kid on DVD so my children never know what Spongebob was like that's my goal <laughs> uh, is to just pretend Spongebob doesn't exist for them so when they get to school and they're like, yeah, Animaniacs was great. Did you guys watch that? And nobody will have done so. Uh, weird goals, but all right, man. I just want them to watch all of my shit because it was good. Yes. And then I could hand the podcast off. <laughs> See, I'm going to uh, grow old and become an isolated old man. And then when uh, like a 17-year-old kid... Uh, brings a motorcycle gang up to my house. This is going to take a weird turn. I yeah, feel it coming. I'm going to uh, <laughs> fight them off and then train him to be the next podcaster. 
<laughs> pop Cannon okay, Beyond. I thought that was going to go a way different direction. Fucking Pop Cannon Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, that's how the show starts. All of the same villains, like the internet. <laughs> the internet. What, Jordan? And Donald Trump. <laughs> so, going from Batman Beyond into Watchmen on HBO. Holy shit. The trailer for this dropped, and... I have no idea what's happening. I'm so glad you said that because yeah. I have no fucking idea what's happening. I it? actually do have some idea of what's happening. <laughs> Expound, at better, please. At least better than what the teaser was when they they put the teaser out a few months ago. Yeah. Because um, they put the teaser out, I think, with the last episode of Game of Thrones in their little their little bit of, please don't leave us. Commercial. Yeah, please don't um, cancel. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So they've said from the get-go of this that that they they were tight-lipped on what it was going to be doing within the Watchmen universe uh whether it was going to be its own thing and uh now it looks outright like it is actually a sequel to it's I I don't I think it's going to be a sequel to the movie not to the the comic but they're still really close the comic and the movie so it's kind of a sequel to the, the comic as well um, I don't know how far in the future it takes place from the events of the movie slash comic. Yeah, well, that American flag that they put on that ca- casket is wild. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, now, at the, I can't remember. At the end of the movie, did Dr. Manhattan go off into the universe or did he stay on Mars? Because they definitely say he's still on Mars, but I guess that could have been a flashback in the trailer. But that was a um, little it, confusing. It could be a flashback. No, he, he said outright that he was going to go... Create life. Out somewhere and create life. Now that doesn't mean that he couldn't come back to Mars after True. having done that, because we again we don't know how far into the future this is. But then, um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. Yeah, I definitely, it, I definitely got the impression watching the trailer uh, for like a third time that it's a direct sequel. It just takes place further into the future uh, of that of what happens in the film. What that future would then look like. Right. Yeah, because you still who else, you see Night Owl at one point, right? A couple times, Night Owl too. I, I don't remember seeing Night Owl. I know the owl ship. They definitely showed the owl ship. Yeah, I thought they, or at least somebody that looked vaguely like him. Maybe fucking Night Owl three at this point. Who knows? Yeah, maybe because they're showing the past, I guess, and they have what is his name, Hangman, the the guy that's the noose around oh, his neck. Shit, I, I yeah, I think so, but I can't remember. It's yeah. been a long time since I've read Watchmen and seen the movie. But it's kind of cool that they're going throughout the entire universe, it looks like. Yeah. It was an interesting take on that. I d- there were two quotes that like stuck out to me, and it was like, uh, cops hide their faces, and then a little bit later on they say, people who wear masks are dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So it's kind of an it's like giving you the tone of where they're at. Because the the guys that are wearing the Rorschach masks look absolutely fucking insane. Oh yeah, they're yeah the fucking cult or something. What it seems to me Rat is that group. where both the comic and the movie leave that Rorschach had given his um I guess his journal yeah to mm-hmm. oh crap I can't remember was that the the right wing uh the right wing newspaper um that that actually did get published and that seems like some people have taken that to heart and become their own Rorschachs. So, yeah, and they kind of. It seemed like it was a clan meeting, but it was for Rorschach. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what it, like that was the vibe that I got. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's accurate. And then the guy with the silver mask. 
Yeah, that's uh, Tim Blake Nelson. That it just looks really cool on film. Yeah, yeah, it does. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm 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 completely in for that. I was in from that when they when they showed the first teaser. I was like, I have no idea. Then I really had no idea what the fuck was going on. But I was like, yeah, I'm watching. I, yeah. I, it, the the first episode might completely kill whatever enthusiasm I have for it right now. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to watch that pilot. And then so the uh, I guess she's the main character. She wears like she's like the hood and has her face kind of painted a different color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Regina Hall. Yeah, or Regina know. King. Yeah, that, that she looked pretty cool. You know, like yeah. A, so that'll be interesting. And she's like, wearing a mask, <gasps> and then she you find out that she's a cop, and then somebody asks her like, "How do you know who's a vigilante and who's a cop or whatever?" And she's like, "Me either. I have no fucking idea." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Doctor Manhattan. And then and then at the yeah, Doctor Manhattan just shows the fuck up. Uh, I really hope they got Billy Crudup to play him because that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll at least check out the first episode because I'm I'm a huge fan of the comic. Wasn't the movie was fu- was pretty good. Wasn't great in my opinion, but I'd like to see where it goes. You know, something further along in the future. If you weren't, if you didn't take into account the comic, the movie was great. But taking into account the comic, the movie is lessened by the 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 differences it makes from the comic. I feel if it had gone full bore and done what the comic did, then it probably would have been an even better movie. But yeah, I, I, I get. I fucking love that movie. The yeah, whole... I thoroughly enjoyed that movie, especially the yeah. director's cut. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, did, did you guys notice? In I remember watching the movie when they're in uh, Ozymandias's Fortress of Solitude kind of shit. Karnak. Yeah. Thank you. His um. Welcome. In the reflection of Night Owl's goggles. You can see Billy Crudup in his mocap suit, and it's not finished. Oh, oh, cool! <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I remember just watching, like, what the fuck? And it was just for a split second. <laughs> I saw it. I'm like looking around at my friends in the theater, like, anybody else fucking see that shit? <laughs> really? Okay. No, it it it's actually only you, Andrew. No, <laughs> I can see you're all hallucinating the Billy Crudup in mocap suits. You know, <laughs> he sees him everywhere. His big blue. Wings. It only. It only reveals itself to people who are looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to want to believe it's there. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm in for Watchmen. HBO is also like Netflix where I'm in for whatever kind of ride that they want to put me on, especially with the Watchmen property. I can say, well, good thing that you're in for anything that they want to take you on because there's another ride that we're going to talk about. HBO's His Dark Materials. This looks really interesting. <laughs> yeah. I n- it's Golden Compass? Is that what it is? Yeah. The series? I never read them or saw the movie. Well, no, the the, the first book, I think, is The Golden Compass. The overall okay. story, like, like like Game of Thrones, the overall thing is A, a Song of Ice and Fire. I see, yeah. The, the movie that came out for it was meant to be, like, a Lord of the Rings-esque, you know, series. Yeah. But it didn't do well. So they did not. See, I, you know, when that when Armored Bear came out, I was like, I feel like I've seen that visual before, but I did not make the connection until yeah. just now. <laughs> yep. Interesting. Aren't they kids' books? Uh, I, I don't think they're kids' books per se. They, they might be considered technically young adult. I don't know. But they're definitely in more of like the fantasy realm. No shit. I mean, so this... HBO was like, yeah, we'll take a chance on a, on a kid's property. It looks cool. Or at they least got... a young adult property, and then we're going to make it very adult, seemingly. I mean, they got James McAvoy. 
Though. Yeah, dude, they got Dang. Charles Xavier and X twenty three. Yeah, dude. yeah. Oh I my was god, just that's X twenty three. Like, what the hell is Daphne Keen up to these days? Like, literally before <laughs> I watched this trailer, Holy and then I saw her and I, I popped. You didn't, Andrew. You didn't know that that was X twenty three. Did not even realize. Holy shit, that's awesome. That that's one of the that's one of the selling points for me to watch this is that she's in it. I'm like, she's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, it looks it looks very uh, gripping and exciting, and like you'll you'll probably want to have uh, binged it rather than watch it week to week because you'll just want more. It right. seems like it's going to be one of those shows that at the end of it, you're going to be like, fuck, I have to wait another week for this. Yeah. I hope that's what it becomes. In the teaser, well, sorry, in this trailer and then the teaser that, again, they did the last night of Game of Thrones, um, it, there's just a lot of world building in these trailers, and it looks really, right. really interesting. James McAvoy's like, I have to go. Children can't be in the North. <laughs> and I was like, why? Yeah. why? And then it's like, oh, they're killing children in the north. And they're like, oh, well, don't go there. Don't, to, don't go to the north, children. Stay south. What are you doing? Well, they have an armored polar bear, so I'm in. I mean, Fucking yeah. armored bear. He looks it's, fucking uh, awesome. It's just lost on speed. Yeah. <laughs> so is it like everybody has like a an animal they're connected with? Because there's the one part where her little weasel or something is getting attacked by a monkey and she... This is a weird sentence to say out loud. Yeah. <laughs> but it was not lost on me, Andrew. Okay. <laughs> That'll be the one clip that I pull <laughs> to put it out. When that monkey's attacking her weasel. <laughs> uh yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, Andrew. Um I, I don't know if it's gonna be that everyone in the show are like, you know, just certain characters with powers or whatever but i think that is something that is in that storyline yeah so how pissed off would you be if someone had a fucking bear and you got a weasel <laughs> uh probably yes, as but- pissed off as ron weasley <laughs> damn <laughs> a weasel can go and do things that a bear can't just saying bear. that's true that's true he can weasel his way into things and out of things Marge, weaseling out of things is what separates us from the animals. Except the weasel. Except the weasel. <laughs> Holy so, shit. So are we all in for his dark materials? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested to watch at least that first episode to see yeah, what absolutely. going on. And it might lose me after that, but... Am I the only one that wants to see the polar bear fuck somebody up? I wouldn't guarantee you'll see the polar bear in the first episode. I think that's probably going to be like episode three or four. Well, I'm watching the first three or four episodes. <laughs> I just, yeah, well, Jordan does Jordan does at least three episodes of a thing before he decides if he likes it or not. This is true. That's a good... That's, that's Jordan's good rule. rule Give we it three that, episodes. We call that Jordan's rule. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, and Brian's rule is you get one episode. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing more. <laughs> Even if you like it. <laughs> now, that makes he no sense, Andrew. He watching every series because Jesus he's just Christ. like, one episode is enough. I'm a busy man. I have a lot of episodes to watch. <laughs> I'm a busy hermit. I need to watch various shows. Once! (laughs) So, sticking in the realm of HBO, let's talk Westworld Season 3. Yes. It's no secret this show loves Westworld. Yeah, we've done several episodes regarding Westworld. Um, And I think Season 2 kind of left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. But I feel like season three is going to 
completely turn everything we know upside down in the best Dolores on the lamb future past Nazi world (laughs) (laughs) oh god damn it season two definitely had its ups and downs and it ended kind of on more of a down than an up but um I mean, I, I remember saying outright, like, what are they going to do with season three? Are they going to just be out in the world? And then, yeah, it looks like they're going to be out in the world. And I don't care. I'm going to watch it um, because it's about these characters uh, and th- what Delos is doing still. And I'm in. I, I will absolutely be watching. Um, I, I like that they have Aaron Paul now being introduced as, uh, I would assume, a human character. But who the fuck knows? Dude, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he he's like he like Dolores and him are like a thing and she probably like makes him fall in love with her like she does with everybody else. Uh that's what it seemed like anyway. The vibe from wants- that trailer it's it's almost like he probably like was like, "Oh, let me help you." And then once he realized what she was, yeah. It seems like she's holding him prisoner. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> you you buggered a robot. And then uh, the the quote was, uh, "Someone strong enough to stop her." Q Mave, yeah. yeah, nice. And so evidently we we do get a glimpse at another part of the park, or even another out another park outright uh, on a different island. I don't know, but uh, World War Two Park. So, I prefer Nazi Park. Yeah, <laughs> I, it could be. You never know. Maybe there's people that are like when they have to decide between their white hat and their black hat. Oh, God. They have to Good decide God. between an arm patch. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, one it's a thing social that... commentary. <laughs> just, For modern times. Just straight up calling it Nazi Park. Yeah, it's, it's just Park. Nazi World. There's Nazi West World, World, Shogun World, Nazi World. I think you're only going to attract a certain clientele. To Nazi world. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone strapping on those armbands like, yes, this is very good. Yes. Oh, God. It's <laughs> an interesting recording, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, Westworld season three looks just as weird and confusing as, as the other two seasons. And uh, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to have to listen to podcasts to understand a TV show. <laughs> Hopefully this season will not have the confusion that last season did. I'm hoping that they learned from Do that. you think you think that Jonathan Nolan and what what the hell is her name? I can't remember. Lisa Joy? His wife, um who who co-run the show, they're going to actually tell a linear story? Not a I'm fucking not saying, chance. I'm not saying it's going to be exactly linear. I'm saying if they do what they did with season 1, it, like, because season one wasn't linear, but it wasn't confusing as fuck. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't what the fuck is going on. It's right. what the fuck happened. Like, like that. That's yeah, the difference. Season two to me. was what the fuck is going on, and absolutely ended on what's happening. Right. That's and 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 they they don't need more of that. And, and no. uh, I mean, hopefully, the, I mean, again, you know, ho- hopefully they don't. But you know, you never know. I'm gonna watch regardless, and then I'll complain. Was <laughs> was that's the internet way. <laughs> god damn it this is america and i will fucking complain about it if i want uh so there was a shot in the in the uh in the trailer where there's this guy comes in who's got like white hair uh but he kind of looked like sizemore is that what his name was 
Uh, yeah, the, the guy the that was like the, was the writer. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It kind of looked like him, but with white hair. Hmm. I don't know. I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I was like, was that? No. There's so many quick cuts and shots yeah, in there, yeah. and there's so much to take in. Like, the the they showed these giant fucking robots. I don't know if they were mech suits. I don't know, but that looked fucking cool. Yeah, uh, and then, like, people are shooting them down and shit. Yeah. I, it's going to get nuts. Did, did you see It's going to get nuts. Ed Harris for a second? Yes, at the yeah, very end. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, he is. He's, like, like, looking up towards a light. But he had, like, blood on his head or something? Like, it looked like Some a sort of liquid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Ed Harris's head blood. Yeah. <laughs> coming this Goop. fall. I was just going to say, I think it would be really interesting if they, that all the future shots that we see, if that's actually one of the worlds. Huh. Like future world mm. or something. That'd be cool. Ha. Huh. <laughs> it's yeah. just called soon. <laughs> <laughs> Basically now. Soonland. Like what if, what if the exterior of the actual world is like post-apocalyptic almost wow and so like delos literally runs the world i mean that would be that would be something uh i can't think i'm calling my shot now you're calling i like it it. i like it you're staking your claim on that one right now jordan yeah jordan's putting his balls on the table with that one right worlds within worlds they already (laughs) said that uh that season four is their end game Oh really? Yeah. Ooh. So at the right before season two started, they said that they wanted to plan the show for four seasons total. Mm. Okay. Okay. And then it got renewed for season three and four. Awesome. So four All is right. it, as far as we know. So I hope they don't do what a lot of season two did, which was just like pass it along to the next thing. Yeah. To get to the end. It'll be interesting though. I'm 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 in for it. I love me some Westworld. Hell yeah, dude. So since Westworld is ending with season four, let's talk about Marvel's phase four. No. Perfect segue. Th- thanks. Thanks, Andrew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Marvel had a presentation at San Diego <laughs> Comic-Con where they listed a bunch of their phase four properties. Yeah, shit, I wasn't even watching the thing for Comic-Con or anything. I just had Facebook up, and every time I refreshed it, it was like, hey, this movie's coming out. What do you think of this shit? Yep. Hey, look at this right yeah, here. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a crazy Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. And, like, so there's been, in the past, when they've unveiled their plan for a phase, not everything stays. Some of the names change. Right. Things still get shuffled around. So this is far from concrete, as far absolutely. as I'm concerned. No, yeah. you're, you're absolutely correct. Um, and with what they've unveiled, I was nonplussed. Is that a good word for it? I think that's, yeah, that means like you were neither, you were neither joyful. You were neither depressed about like, yeah, I think that's, that's fair. I was just kind of um, middle of the road. Cause so much of it is Disney plus. Mm-hmm. And, and I just like, that's oh such a man, bummer, man. It is. I'm 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 look I'm all in with Marvel as you know with you I'm sure you guys are to the MCU um I, not Disney plus uh yeah <laughs> um but I, I, look I never 
I don't know what the fuck Shang Chi is. Uh, be, be, before before uh, before the before this Comic Con, I had never heard of it, and then I saw that they had a Marvel Legends figure for it coming out, and then now I know why they're having a Marvel Legends figure for it coming out because they're gonna have a movie for him. Um, I've been aware of that character, and I'll always reference this when we talk about Marvel. I have that Marvel encyclopedia that I bought in like two thousand two. Um, Shang Chi is a character that's in it, and he's part of the Marvel Knights chapter. Ah. Um, so I'm aware of who he is, but like, of all the properties that they own, I'd like, I mean, and they, I feel like they think that just because they threw, oh, the 10 rings in there, like everybody's going to be like, wait a minute. I like the 10 rings too. Like, well, it's, they're taking a risk like they did with guardians of the galaxy. Nobody knew who the guardians were and they're, that's one of the, oh, well, at this point, properties. at this point. They, they at this point nothing is a risk. Yeah, it's yeah. got a Marvel Studios label in front of it. It's going to fucking do a billion dollars. It doesn't <laughs> matter. And fucking Kung Fu was awesome. And there's going to be a lot of awesome. Kung Fu teams. is awesome. Yeah. But the last time that they did something related to Kung Fu, <laughs> yeah. it now was that, a piece of hot shit. Now, Fair. if you're talking about if you're talking about uh, Iron Fist, that's not MCU. I, yeah, clearly. <laughs> Clearly, I think I think what this did more than anything was prove that those shows never mattered. Right, which fucking sucks. It, it does. does, and that's one of the reasons I don't give a shit about Disney Plus. I'm actually and like kind of mad and at like them. we'll never we won't get any of those characters specifically. I think till 2021 is when right. that um, agreement runs out. Table, yeah. Yeah, because yes. it's like a two-year thing after their shows are done, and Jessica yes. Jones was the last one. Yep. So two years from June is when you could start thinking about them being on the table. So in two years at Comic-Con, which would be 2021, uh, they might be involved in fucking Phase 5 or 6 or something, which is sad as shit for me. Yeah. 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 And that's, if, I they went from, I that's went from, if they don't recast them, too. Oh, they're definitely going to recast them. There's no chance that they don't. Zero Which is sad in. because uh, Kingpin was awesome and Daredevil was perfectly cast. Like, they were all perfectly yeah. cast. Yeah. Um, I went from, and Andrew, I don't know if you remember this, we had a conversation in BAM when we had first started working together, mm. and you were like, oh, Daredevil's pretty cool, and we were because we were putting away comics and fucking around and not working. Um, Every day. And I was yeah. like, I don't know, I don't really give a shit about Daredevil, because I didn't at the time. I was like, look low-rent Batman. Um, I, but this show opened me up to, as hard as I could. Remember? Yes, <laughs> you almost did. Uh, but I was too quick. You <laughs> <laughs> said radar sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then this show opened me up to the character in a way that I didn't think I would enjoy uh, with season one, and then going forward from there. And then I started reading Daredevil comics after that, and now I love the character. He's one of my favorite Marvel characters ever. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that Netflix doesn't matter sucks. It does. For for me, that 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 kind of thing already happened with uh, when I realized that Agents of Shield had no bearing on the movies, but the movies had bearing on Agents of Shield because for the first four seasons, I really I was into that show. I really liked that show. I love I love uh, Clark Gregg as Phil Coulson. Um, so yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. Um, I don't know. If 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 we eventually, it's possible that they re, that they have the same cast people or the, the same people who are casting those roles come in. It's possible. I don't know. 
But I feel like it's not yeah. even just the casting; it should be the crew and the and all the production oh, behind it, it because it's that. Well, it's never to it's it. never going to be that because it's a TV show, and I mean, unless they bring them to Disney Plus, which I don't give a fuck about, yeah. I want these pe- <laughs> I want these characters in the fucking movies. So yeah, yeah. Um, I won't um, care if it's Disney Plus. Yeah. Fuck it. Make so we it should Defenders just movie. we should just run through the slate that they announced. I guess. Okay. And... Yeah, and and then just shit all over Dis- Disney Plus after that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they announced. The Black Widow prequel film, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, The Eternals, Shang-Chi, WandaVision, Doctor Strange 2, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Thor, Love and Thunder, and fucking Blade. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's get that out of the way real quick. Yeah, well, that was that. The Blade announcement is where uh, they slit the throat of the Netflix series, put it in a dumpster, and rolled it off a cliff. Because <laughs> he was uh, Cottonmouth yeah. in in Luke Cage, right? So fair. Clearly, well, they don't have a connection. But he but he died. So so that doesn't necessarily mean anything. They just I mean, look alike. They could have him. Wow, Andrew! As soon as I they could have him dude. be, they could have him be Blade and have the Netflix characters and actors come. Anyway, I'm just saying. Uh, I thought that was fucking mind blowing when they announced I think, that because there was, there were. I feel like there was rumors like a year ago or something like that where his name was connected to a Blade adaptation or something. Really? Wow. Yeah, I, I distinctly remember there being like talks of it, or if it was like. I don't know if it was like a piece of fan art that got popular. Something where it was just in like the national conversation of the, him being Blade, or if somebody had just like thrown it out there. The as official like a fan narrative, cast. the official narrative that they're they're saying right now is that Mahershala Ali called Kevin Feige and was like, "Yeah, I'd like to make a Blade movie." And Kevin Feige's like, uh, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's awesome." Maybe he saw the fan art and was Maybe. like, "Hell yeah, I'll do that." Yeah, fucking two time Oscar winner is going to be Blade. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And and he's dude, he's so fucking good. Like I, yeah. I could talk about that dude forever because yeah. he's awesome. I still haven't watched the third season of True Detective, but Ugh. he's the only reason he's the only reason I want to watch it. Like, dude, it's so good, and his performance yeah, is fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah, I started it and never went back, but it's over. Like what are there like four different time frames? Wow. Yeah, and he's doing all of them. It's so good. Good. I'd say that was the biggest announcement from Marvel. Phase I, I would think so, and, and that. Yeah. And that we don't have, we don't even have a, a, a time for when that's going to, they didn't give a date for that. No. Um, they just announced that it's going to happen. So it might not even technically be, be part of, quote, phase four, end quote, which is interesting to me that they're calling it phase four when Kevin Feige said, yeah, after Endgame, there are no more phases. And then at Comic-Con, it's me saying, hey, here's phase four. Uh, yeah, I, that's <laughs> probably more just like uh, a wording thing. Yeah, uh, you like know, a scheduling it's to, thing for them. Uh, absolutely understand and it's for all the people who can't comprehend that there can't be phases now you know right but we've already had phases how can we not have phases you have to have phases rather than him have to stand on stage and explain that like now there's just going to be a sequence of films that are released uh you know he's gotta like he's just gonna be like yeah fucking phase four whatever yeah (laughs) like andrew said filthy casuals goddamn plebs um yeah (laughs) uh so the black widow standalone um prequel thing uh I, I stand alone in that i'm like so not 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 captured by the idea of it can you I guess. imagine how awesome it would be if it just came out before endgame 
Like yeah, right after, any, like even dude, right after Infinity War. Exactly. Any time in between Iron Man two when she was introduced, and all of the years that they could have beat DC to a female fronted film first, to up into after Infinity War would have been awesome. But like, I just it's the Rogue One syndrome for me. In that, I'm not gonna get attached to anybody that's in it. And I'm just going to wait to see what the connection is. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll probably still see it. But can you imagine the just the impact, like the emotional weight would have been ten times higher for her her end in, in Endgame. Had Absolutely. Just had this come out just a year earlier. I just don't, I just don't get why they would have a prequel come out after all that because it feels meaningless in a way absolutely that's my point because if she didn't die at the end of well not at the end but if she didn't die in endgame uh and then this came out like it would have been fine but the fact i that would the absolutely have no dead, issue with it yes yeah i would have no issue with it if it came out if she did not die in endgame and then this came out i have absolutely no issue the fact is the character the arc of the character is over and now we're going to go backward and rehash something. It does. It, it has no bearing now. Well, I don't need well, her fleshed out. Ryan and you don't I know have, that. have discussed that before, where we had said like it could set up a villain for a future movie. It could introduce other characters in, that will also in appear fact, in the future. Yeah, and in fact, Taskmaster is going to be in this. So, mm-hmm. well, so it's just possible. Cause, just because Taskmaster's in this doesn't necessarily mean that he will be in anything in the future, but. I, it no, because yeah, no, I agree. The, the Marvel way is to kill the villain off at the fucking end of the film anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, it, I had the same feeling coming out of Endgame, knowing that there was a Black Widow movie coming, like, oh, she's dead now. Well, what the fuck does that mean for this? But it, it's also just trusting that Feige and Marvel Studios in general, they know what they're doing. They're going to get good writers, and I... Just because she's dead in Endgame doesn't mean that that there's no meaning for this movie. They're going to show us if there's any meaning in this movie, and there might not be. And then that'll be a huge misfire for them. I have here's what here's what I don't want is the film to be about two hours long, and there'll be little connections here and there to to MCU stuff, and like oh shit that thing, oh that thing, oh shit, oh shit, and then the film ends, and you're like wow. That was interesting as a spy film or whatever you want to put the genre as because Scarlett Johansson said that there is no genre for it. It's a bunch of different things. Um, And then there be a post-credit or a mid-credit scene that connects something to something else. And then that's all anybody talks about. We fucking forget the two-hour film that we sat through and we just talk about the 30-minute, the 30-second clip in the fucking, in in the credits. I hate that. Right, I and hate then, that they do that. And if that happens, then we'll we'll fucking hate it. Yeah, because I, I I just it's just a feeling in my fucking gut is that the film's going to be passable, and then all we're going to talk about is what happened in the in the credit scenes. That's all. It's that's all it's going to be. Well, we will find out next May. <laughs> yeah, all of the all of the TV stuff for the Disney Plus, none of it really piques my interest aside from the what if yeah series. i was gonna say what if sounds cool um but it, it all depends on what they do with it yeah. 
you know, is it going to be like an animated thing? Is it going to be in the MCU? Like as far as like, is it going to be like actors that we've seen just in different ways? Are they going to bring... I think I saw... I don't know if they confirmed it or if it was just people fucking around on Instagram, but I think I saw it was like, what if Peggy Carter was chosen for the Secret Soldier Serum or whatever? I mean, I've seen a bunch of stuff on Instagram of just people messing around because I saw like a what if Spider-Man 4. Right, right. So, I mean, who knows? And then the the just the the font decision for loki <laughs> just from a design point of view woof. so i sent you i sent you that uh yeah that logo yeah. and underneath it was just like types in comic sans with a rainbow color i'm not saying i'm not saying the disney plus stuff doesn't look interesting it absolutely does i want to see what happens in falcon and winter soldier i just want to see it on the big screen I want to exactly. see what if. I just want to see it on the big screen. I don't particularly care about WandaVision because it evidently takes place in like the 50s, they said. Something like that. I don't know what the fuck that is. How? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> Hawkeye. I mean, I like Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, but I don't know about a TV series for him. Um, Unless it's based on the, was it all new, all different? It looks like that yeah. was the one where it's my life is a weapon. Mm-hmm. That one was pretty cool. A comic if it's no that was now. marvel now i think oh it's marvel now yeah so that's got potential i guess i don't know um and then loki i mean the fact that it's the loki from the the offshoot where he took the tesseract in endgame and the time heist i, I don't really care about that cuz it's not the loki that we fucking care about who died in infinity war so i like tom hiddleston in that role of course but i don't know I just that one that one to me more than anything just seemed like um pandering. Yeah. Absolutely. That like the the lo- the announcement of a Loki standalone series that's just and they they were out front with just like it's not connected to anything. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just Loki uh, having a good time. Yeah, You'll they were just like it. girls you like watching Tom Hiddleston? Well, now you get at least 8 episodes probably to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Doctor Strange 2 seems very interesting. Oh, yeah. I like that oh. they're bringing... So the name of Doctor Strange 2 is interesting. Multiver- was it Multiverse Multiverse Madness? of Madness. Uh, someone said yeah. it would be a horror movie. Yes. Awesome. That's what they've said. And Scarlet and, Witch is in it. And Awesome. And Scarlet Witch is in it. I'm totally there are There are a lot of rumors going around, and of course they could just be nothing, that this is how we get mutants introduced. She does like that, she, she does a reverse House of M and, and right yeah, either reverse House of M or if they're gonna go into multiverses that somehow mutants from a different multiverse get pulled into the MCU's multiverse. Yeah. The, the Earth so like that. to me, to me, coming out of Endgame and then having Far From Home be your epilogue, how, how is this not the first thing on your slate? To try to just straighten out what that universe is. Fair. You know? Yeah. Because, like, this is, like, it sounds like it could be a Flashpoint level thing where they could straighten out what they want to straighten out, make things crazy that they want to make crazy, and go from there. So why do we have to wait, what is it, 2021 before fucking Doctor Strange 2? Fuck, really? And the first one came out in 2016, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And Benedict Cumberbatch has to just, like, sit on his fucking hands and wait and take other projects and then be like, oh, I'm not available at the end of 2020, sorry. 
That's crazy to me. That said, that film should have been in the fucking tape deck ready to go. That and Black Panther 2 and... Well, this... And even Captain Marvel 2. This goes towards their... This goes towards the the problem that the that Disney and Marvel have created, and it's a good problem. It's that they've got too many heroes now. They've got too many properties to fit into one year when they're only doing three movies a year. I wish they were doing a movie every two months. I would love yeah, to have basically. six 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 films a year. I would fucking love that. That and that would that would get that would get attention on every single thing. They would be able to have sequels on a regular basis. Because they haven't announced when the next Spider-Man is, and I'm a little pissed that we're not getting Spider-Man two years from now. The idea to me that uh, they have too many heroes, and it's hard to shuffle them into place, and then they were like, well, let's go backward first, uh, is fucking ridiculous, right? <laughs> like They're like, oh, we have too many heroes on deck now to get everybody in in a good amount of time, and they're like, ScarJo. We owe you one, yeah. And you're gonna get you're gonna be first up after Far From Home. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying that that's what they're saying. I'm saying that's what it, <laughs> that's what it comes off as to me. That that's why they no, don't, no. I agree yeah. that oh, they okay. have. They definitely have too many things. Yeah. So the Disney Plus thing, like Black Widow, as a series, would be very interesting oh. to see it play out. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, you you Whereas, suggested that in the chat that you know if they switched Falcon and Winter Soldier with Black Widow, thumbs up, and I would I'm completely all yeah. with that. That would, that would be a hell smart yeah. fucking move because I'm really and I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm super fucking pissed that 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 Cap, the new Cap, the black first black Cap, uh, Sam Wilson is going to make his premiere in a goddamn streaming service TV show. Yeah, like Disney has gone, Disney and Marvel have gone really far to. I don't want to say toe the SJW line, but maybe just toe a more progressive, diversive line where they want casts to be diversive. They want to promote female heroes, uh, minority heroes, and so forth. And, I think progressive is fair. Okay, progressive. So, uh, and then you go and do the fucking most Disney thing possible of saying, oh, well, you want to see the first black Captain America? Buy our fucking streaming service. Like, yeah. that's exactly what I was hoping they weren't going to fucking do, and they're fucking doing it. And it pisses like the me first, off. The first two films in the chamber, allegedly, are Black Widow and Eternals. And, like, Eternals? Yeah. No, I, I feel like... Yeah. Are, are you are you diving out of your chair to go see Eternals? Look, it, it I'm uh, no, I'm not. I, it has the potential to be an extremely interesting film and it has the potential to be an amazing film. Um because if you look at that cast, it's an amazing cast. Uh, it is. And I don't know what they're going to do with it. It to me it feels like how I felt when they announced Guardians because I had no fucking idea about the Guardians. I had nothing. I knew nothing about the Guardians. Um and I know nothing next to nothing about the Eternals now. So that in that way that the, there's a comparison there, but I agree that it's an even deeper cut into Marvel than than uh, in the Marvel comics than Guardians. Definitely. Um, so and yeah, I think the reason that Eternals is not a series is because of how badly Inhumans failed as a series. Absolutely. Because that was supposed to be a film in Phase Three at the at the end of Phase Three. That was yeah. supposed to be after, technically after Endgame. And then, and then, Homecoming took it, or Far From Home took its place. Yeah, and they moved it into a TV show that lasted, I think, one season, and it's done. Uh, I don't, not sure it even lasted a full season. 
it's it had at least a few episodes, and then yeah, it was it was. Short. I think it got the the nine episode order. Okay. When they would yeah, and then normally the, extend it. The worst part of that is that Black Bolt, which is a huge character in the comic books, and an amazing character, yeah, just gets fucking shelved again. I, I was telling a coworker this, who's a huge Black Bolt fan, like they'll the MCU will figure out how to do that. The, the the Inhumans are too good a a group and a source to just not do that again. So I, I have no doubt. Yeah, that they I mean, will. there's opportunity with X Men. Yeah. and with Fantastic Four. Absolutely. And, to bring back Black Bolt in in a different way. And he's part of the Illuminati. And if you think they're not eventually going to do the Illuminati, like yeah, they they have. I to. just hope that they have him wearing more than a leather jacket. Right. Oh, good God, Jesus Christ, that was bad. <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, and then Thor Love and Thunder. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So. Bob and Weave. Bob and Weave. <laughs> stick and move. Stick and move. Um, so I, so the, the title is um, interesting. Um, I th- don't like that they shot their load with Natalie Portman holding the, the hammer right out of the gate. Yeah, that would yeah. that would have been a fun reveal to have in at least the second trailer or the film. Yeah. yeah. Um. So just the idea that they're like the girl's gonna have the hammer is just like, oh my god. Yeah. Can just, they can't help themselves. They can't no. fucking help. Can themselves. we just no, have can't. one surprise, please? Can we just hold. Your I mean, load until the movie, and to, then you can blow it. To be fair, I didn't see Scarlet Witch dying in Endgame, so I didn't fair. see that coming. So. That is fair. They are still able to do it. Um, I didn't see them, you know, revealing well, then, Peter's identity in Far From Home. Yeah, yeah. So, Well, then they're just you know, choosing th- not to, and that's worse. I, I, I agree. <laughs> but it's just like, so, I, like, obviously, when they made... Uh, Mighty Thor in the comic books have the hammer. It mm-hmm. was interesting to find out. And you didn't find out, I don't think at the beginning, who the woman was that was wielding the hammer. Oh, really? It wasn't like it wasn't like first first issue she takes off the helmet. It's like, I'm Jane Foster. Oh, they shit. didn't do that. That's cool. So like, it's just weird to me that they were just, they, they couldn't they couldn't just withhold some information. Yeah. It would have been you know, just announced that she's back exactly. because the, the fact that Natalie Portman's even back is huge because she evidently signed that deal months ago and then didn't say a fucking thing about it because uh, all the reports were that she she hated doing it yep. or whatever and she was hard to work with or whatever. She went full on Idris Elba. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's at least interesting to be like and Natalie Portman's back. Everybody I'm like, "Oh shit." Yeah. What? And yeah. you don't have to say that she's going to be fucking Thor. You don't have to say that. But now it leaves the question of Thor 4 and Guardians 3 with how does she get the hammer? And maybe even maybe even Doctor Strange 2, how does she get the hammer? Uh, just to wrap up the, the Phase 4 thing, though, uh, for you know anyone listening, come back because at D23, it's rumored there's going to be the Phase 5 announcement. Um, yeah, Jesus. and we're going to get a lot more answers, hopefully, with the X-Men and Fantastic Four and all that. Yeah. Oh, uh, follow-up to our Far From Home thing, and in, in, in with 
with Phase 5 announcement coming up, uh, not only was the building that Peter flew through rumored to be the new Baxter building, the old Avengers Tower, as he did that, there was this, uh, like, infographic along the street where it says... um, like it shows steps one, two, three, and then a big question mark like what's coming next. So they definitely they definitely hinted at that in the film. So it's it's coming. Awesome. Yeah, it's coming. Awesome. I thought you were gonna say there was a big orange blocky guy. <laughs> Everyone just, just Ben Grimm hanging out. <laughs> hey Peter well, he had a trench coat. It's very hard to tell. Hey Peter, it's clobbering time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hey Peter, it's clobbering time. So yeah, we're uh very excited from the different stuff that we talked about with comic-con uh let us know what your favorite stuff was of course it was just way way too much to cover in god fucking however long this thing is but yeah Mm -hmm. let us know what you thought what are some things that we didn't mention uh what are you excited about did you miss warner brothers not being there yes i did as did i yep because i because we had talked about it briefly in the chat there was, uh, I didn't know what even was announced other than the Marvel stuff. Like, I missed all of it. Nothing was that big. Yeah, it really was Marvel Studios Con. Yeah. So hopefully next year, all those other, I think Universal as well wasn't there. So hopefully they'll, they'll mm-hmm. be back next year. We'll see. Stay tuned. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. That's called so- a cliffhanger. So for Pop Cannon, this has been episode 21. I'm Jordan. I am Robert. I'm Andrew. And I'm Brian. Are we going to keep this banter up? What's tradition at this point? We got to... Neat. You have just heard our full thoughts on San Diego Comic-Con 2019. How is that for you? What film or show are you most anticipating? Are you interested in the sequel to Top Gun? Are you pre-ordering the Batman Beyond Blu-ray set? Which I hope you do because I want the sales to be good enough to justify more episodes of the show. How about his dark materials? What are your thoughts on Marvel Phase 4? We want to hear from you. You are the reason we are here, and we love to hear what you guys think about the topics we cover. But how, you may be asking. Oh, that's why I do these little outro things to begin with. You can follow PopCannon on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure you follow us on any and or all of them for some awesome content that we put out. <laughs> we put out. You can also subscribe to the pod on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode ever. Just search Pop Cannon wherever you presently purvey your podcasts. And don't forget the K in Canon is for conundrum. And if you enjoy me and my bad dudes individually, you can follow us all as well. Robert, that's me, is on Twitter and Instagram at Yesball. Jordan is on Twitter and Instagram at JL24FPS. Andrew is on Twitter at Flavored underscore Red and Instagram at Android Skeleton. And finally, Brian. If you had some extra cash, you could have flown all the way to San Diego with Brian for the con itself. And well, what should have been a great trip turned into a nightmare. 
Brian had his SDCC tickets and triumphantly walked up to the ticket takers. But his ticket wouldn't scan. He got enraged as the tickets at SDCC wouldn't work. They wouldn't let him into the event. He paid scalper prices for these with a pass to Hall H. The paper ticket said right on it, SDCC 50, and there was a scannable barcode and everything. He was incensed. They told him maybe the ticket was for some other SDCC, but it definitely wasn't for this. Pissed, Brian swiftly took out his phone and did a lightning fast search for SDCC 50. What else could it mean? As he looked at his phone, his face grew morose, and he threw it into the pavement in a blind rage. The next day, Brian was in line for food at the buffet for the SDCC he was duped into buying tickets for. Nearby, he heard a local TV reporter exclaim, We are live here at the 50th anniversary party for Senator Dean Clark Covington. He hung his head in shame and embarrassment. But soon it was his turn at the shrimp cocktail spread, and Brian was primed to eat his weight in it, because he's not one to waste a damn vacation, nor an opportunity for shrimp cocktail. That's it for this one. Stay tuned for our Stranger Things Season 3 review coming very, very soon.